Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. My name is Linda Vino, and I will be your host for today. The title of our devotion is Forgiveness, and our focus verse is Luke 11, verses 2 and 4. Jesus said to them, when you pray, say, forgive us our sins. Now, the context of these verses come after Jesus finished praying, and one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. And what Jesus told them is what is known as the Lord's Prayer, which is found in Matthew 6. Jesus tells his disciples to first honor God and his name, followed by praying for his kingdom to come and his will to be done. Dallas Willard describes the kingdom of God as the dominion where he prefers is actually what happens. The prayer moves on to acknowledge our dependence on God to supply our needs. Then Jesus addresses the problem of our sins. Forgive us our sins as we forgive each other. But wait, haven't the sins of a believer been taken care of on the cross? Well, J.I. Packer asks the same question. Since justification means the pardon of all sin, past, present, and future, and complete acceptance for all eternity, why should we be concerned with whether we sin or not? In the New Testament, the Apostle Paul asks the same question in his letter to the Romans. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin so that God's grace may abound? And in response, Paul says a definite no. And he tells us why. For we know that our old self was crucified with Christ so that the body ruled by sin might be rendered powerless so that we may no longer be enslaved to sin. Since a person who has died is freed from sin, that truth is known as atonement. So the question still remains, why did Jesus say that asking daily forgiveness is important? Well, J.I. Packer says, while it is certainly true that justification frees one forever from the need to keep the law as means of eternal life, it is equally true that adoption lays on one the abiding obligation to keep the law as the means of pleasing one's newfound father. And this, living out and pleasing our father, is the process of sanctification. In other words, becoming more like Christ. However, Being human carries with it the propensity to sin. Therefore, as Kelly Minter stated in When You Pray, when we sin against God and others, we are to regularly seek his forgiveness, not for our salvation, which has already been secured in Christ, but for daily cleansing and renewal. This keeps our fellowship with God free and unhindered. And don't we all want that? The Christian life is centered on, as Packer previously mentioned, responsible freedom. In reality, our adopted life in Christ is not a rote keeping of laws, rules, and regulations, but rather moral instruction that's concrete and imaginative, teaching general principles from particular instances. I assume that it's the dream of every parent that through a child's experience, they learn something about responsible freedom. Any 16-year-old driver given the responsibility to get behind the wheel of a car knows that the privilege comes with great responsibility. Well, most of them do. (laughs) There are certain judgment calls that must be made, for example, when entering a road with oncoming traffic from a freeway ramp 
or when coming to a yellow light. Do I go? Do I stay? Do I pause? Do I gas it? Or a crosswalk with a pedestrian. These all require a decision. Before a person becomes a driver, they probably spent many years in the passenger seat observing how their parents negotiated such tasks. Such experiences will enable the new driver to make good decisions. Jesus Christ modeled for us responsible freedom as he ran all he did through his father. The fact that we acknowledge our sins in prayer to our Heavenly Father keeps us close to God and helps us, as Packer declared, keep the family likeness of God. David, as king of Israel, knew the many pitfalls of leadership. He also knew that the communication between his father and himself needed to be clear of any obstacles, of any decision contrary to God's will. So he prayed, keep your servant from deliberate sins. Do not let them rule over me. He also knew that there were sins in his life of which he was unaware and therefore would interfere with his relationship with God. In Psalm 1912, David prayed, How can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from these hidden faults. In response to our devotion, Packer invites us, just as King David did, to spend a few moments in silence, asking God to reveal your sins, then confess them to him, asking for his forgiveness. And the result will be a renewed striving for responsible freedom and unobstructed fellowship with our Heavenly Father. Let's pray. Holy God, you know our sins, you know our weaknesses, and you know our struggles. Thank you for the gift of forgiveness that we can come to you daily, laying those at your feet, trusting in your forgiving power. Please illuminate for us what we need to change, what we need to do differently, how we need to live our lives. It's more of a reflection of you. We trust in you, and we're so grateful for you and the way that you love us and care for us. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. And then join us this weekend for our series launch that you don't want to miss called How to Thrive in a Chaotic World. And this is the reality that Daniel and his people experienced when they found themselves conquered, exiled, and forced to navigate a new world in Babylon. So join us this weekend where you'll receive a magazine to go along with the series on Daniel, How to Thrive in a Chaotic World. Our service is on Saturday from at 4 and 5.30, and then on Sunday at 8.30, 10, and 11.30. We'll see you there. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.